Hello and welcome to this episode of The Unnoticed Entrepreneur. Today, I'm delighted to have Joe Fields joining me. And Joe works for a company called Analytica in influencer relations. And we're going to talk about that today. Joe, welcome to the show. Hi, Jim. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, thanks for taking your holiday time because I know you're normally in the UK, but you're in South Africa. Are you lucky, chap? When you're taking part of your holiday to explain to us how Analytica can help entrepreneurs to get noticed and all about influencer relations. So take it away. Yes. Yeah, so I, I would say there's probably two models for entrepreneurs where Analytica can help. So first of all, if you were looking to promote yourself as an influencer and, and really raise your profile to spotlight your brand, then on, on Analytica can help you promote yourself and be recognized as an influencer. So you could sign up to the My Analytica free platform, tell us all about yourself, and then we would try and unlock those opportunities for you as an influencer to raise your profile. The second opportunity would be more to do with working with influencers to help promote your brand. And that's where you would use Analytica to really identify the influencers in your topic areas and work with them to, to increase trust and, and credibility amongst your target audience. Because one of the main reasons people work with influencers is because there's a bit of a lack of trust at the moment around advertising and branded content. Whereas one-to-one personal recommendations or reviews, this goes so much further. That's the crux of it. I would say those are the two main use cases, how we can help you promote yourself and your brand as an entrepreneur. So look, Joe, at the definitions, because, you know, what is an influencer? Are we talking the Kardashians, for example? In B2B marketing, of course, that community don't really carry a lot of weight. So how do you define a B2B influencer on the Analytica platform? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I think an influencer is probably defined as someone who has influence over a target audience. That's a very loose definition, but basically someone who's able to persuade people in a certain way to think more about a certain idea or concept or, or a product or a service and possibly influence their purchasing decision or, or just bring them around to a new way of thinking about something. But we define influencers in lots of different ways. So influencers like the catch-all kind of category, but there's lots of different personas within that. We have content creators, people who are writing blogs, and articles, PDFs, and creating all the content out there that we see. There's also the social media amplifiers who are sharing lots of content and who are getting tons and tons of engagement on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, wherever they are. And then you also have the event speakers. Obviously, that's people speaking at events. They bring in a large audience. So if you're looking to sell tickets to your events, you might want to bring in one of those influencers. There's, there's lots of different types of influencers. It's difficult to define. And I think there's a lot of education still needed in the marketplace because people still aren't really quite sure about what is an influencer and what they do. So that's a big part of our job is to educate people about what it is. Okay. What would be one definition for me would be number of, I guess, followers. What sort of number of, let's say, LinkedIn followers would a person have to have in order to be considered an influencer, for example, on Facebook or on Insta or Pinterest? Yeah, I think it's quite easy to get into that sort of side of things, like looking at the reach and how many followers. We we tend to think of it more in terms of the relevancy of that audience. So you might have an influencer who's only got 2,000 followers, but those 2,000 followers are actually the top people that you really want to connect with. They could be C-suite decision makers in the industry. So we tend not to look at reach too much. Obviously, it is important if you want to spread your message as far as possible. I mean, anyone under 1,000 or 2,000 followers probably not be considered uh, as an influencer, but we've got lots of niche topic areas where people don't have huge followings, but they're still considered influential because of their expertise. And so we tend to focus more on engagement and authority metrics as well as reach, but it shouldn't be the most important factor to determine who you are as an influencer. You mentioned there, Joe, engagement, for example. How are you measuring that metric? 
So for Twitter, it's quite easy because that's a very open platform. There's a lot of, you know, easy access through an API feed. So engagement would be the number of likes, number of retweets, number of comments added up together to get a number. On YouTube, it would be the number of views and the number of comments. LinkedIn is still quite a closed platform and they don't have an open API, but you can look at the post manually and record the metrics that way. And there are other platforms as well, which are a bit, you know, a bit more open, but primarily for B2B, we tend to look at Twitter and LinkedIn and also blogs as well. So comments on blogs, how many shares they're getting, who's sharing them, things like that. So we actually do a lot of bespoke reporting for our clients as well. We sell a lot of professional services. We have analysts working on lots of reporting for them. So it's not just the platform with Analytica. You do get a customer success manager and you can add lots of additional services to the platform as well. And tell us if you've got influencers on Analytica, if it's an entrepreneur looking to promote, let's say they're introducing a new tech product, how many influencers do you have listed on Analytica for them to choose from and how would they go about doing that? Yeah, it's growing all the time. We're, we're adding lots and lots of influencers. I think we added about two, 3,000 podcasters the other day. But yeah, there's roughly about a million influencers in the platform. And the way you would activate those is you'd come to the Discover section and we have pre-built search queries for the different topics. So for example, if it was a product which focused on digital transformation, we have a, a set Boolean search query already built for you and we can easily identify the influencers in that area just with a one-click search. But the Analytica comes into its own is with the filters on those searches as well. So you can exclude people with certain job roles. So you can exclude politicians and journalists, for example, but you can exclude celebrities, sports professionals, lots of different roles that you won't be relevant. And then you can just look at certain channels, just want LinkedIn, just want Twitter and location as well. We give you in-depth information into the audience as well. So who's following these people, which is like the crux of it. What sort of audience are you going to unlock? by working with these influencers. Yeah, and that's that's basically where you would find them in our database. Okay, and then let's just get down to some brass tacks as well, Joe, shall we? If uh, a business owner wants to use the services of an influencer, what does it cost to do that? And is it a one-time or is it a recurring fee? Well, that's a, a very good question. So we've actually done a compensation report recently. It's available on the Analytica blog where we took an average of what influencers are asking for particular services. So what's the average uh, cost of writing a blog, for example? What's the average cost for featuring you on a podcast or the different services that influencers offer. And we've averaged it out by the UK and then US and North America as well. So there's lots and lots of in-depth information in, in that report. But I think it's also key to think about it, not just from a financial point of view, there may be other things that you can offer influencers that they'd be interested in. So a lot of influencers, for example, up and coming influencers, if you're a big brand like IBM, then by featuring them, you're actually promoting them to their audience as well. So that's worth a lot to the influencer alone. Inviting them to speak at an event would help raise their profile. I think it depends on the influencer and their motivations. Some influencers are, that's all they do. They're professional pay-to-play influencers. And obviously the ones who are going to be, you have to pay them for their time always. There are other influencers who, you know, they're brand employees. They have full-time jobs, but they do this kind of work on the side because it helps raise their profile. And they may be not as motivated by the financial transactions as others. So it very much depends on the influencer and what their motivations are. But there is more information in the report if you want to go check it out. Okay, yeah, we'll put a link to that report. But presumably, in terms of costs, though, Joe, can you give us any sense of, are we talking hundreds or thousands? And is it sort of therefore within the reach of a business owner to employ these? Or is it really only those large brands, the MNCs that can afford influencers? 
No, I think some of the influencers, they're very reasonable, right? So I've seen between 500 to 2,000 pounds to create a piece of content, whether that be like a thousand word blog. A lot of influencers don't really want to be paid to post just purely on social media. So it's very rare that you'll get an influencer just you pay them to tweet, for example. That's always kind of bundled into the package anyway. But it's normally maybe like a blog and they'll share it through their channels and maybe they'll feature on one of your LinkedIn lives and you'll do like a package deal. But we can help you with that whatever your budget is for that. And you can start small. You can activate just maybe one or two influencers and see how that goes. And yeah, you could spend however much you want. But anywhere from £500 upwards, I think is possible to activate, you know, one influencer and just and see how it goes. Okay. So that's really very affordable compared to, say, even running Google ads or, or having a PR firm reach out to the media for you. Yeah. Joe, what about exclusivity? Now, if I'm working with an influencer and I've got a product, I don't want my competition to work with the same influencer in the same product category. How do you resolve that little conundrum? Yeah, so I think it's difficult because some influencers, obviously, if they're pay-to-play influencers, they'll work with whoever's looking to hire them. So it's difficult to make an influencer just be exclusive to you unless you put them on a retainer. And if you're happy to do that, then they'll be happy to just be your advocate and your brand ambassador, and they won't work with anyone else. I think realistically, unfortunately, it's probably difficult to ensure that that's the case unless you do put them on a retainer and unless there's someone who you really connected to or you can incentivize them in other ways a lot of influencers really appreciate getting access to early products research and and new content so if you could give them early access to a report that you were doing for example Mm -hmm. or include them in the product development stages then they'd be more on board with you and they'd probably feel more like a partner than a freelancer for example right that's a really really good point about bringing an influencer in because if they know that market well they could add value value to the product development or product rollout, couldn't they, Joe? Do you have an example or a case study that you can share with Joe of a successful influencer campaign? Yes, I, I think that's probably best if I email you that or I share it with the group because I just need to get sign off. A lot of the case studies that we do publish have to be unbranded. So yeah, we do have case studies and there are some available via our website. There's one actually in our resources section where we did we worked with a brand called Nature for Climate. Then this has been published, so I can talk about it. And it was basically to promote nature-based solutions to climate change. So it was really trying to drive that conversation around the before and after the climate summit. So we, we basically activated lots and lots of influence we gave them all the information around this and we really kind of helped promote that nature for climate hashtag around the COP23, I think it was, conference. And yeah, so that's available on our website, but there are others as well. I'll definitely share with you. Okay. I can really see the value of that, of having these people that can connect to their different communities, sharing your content, or maybe modified, but with their networks. Joe, what about if a person is an entrepreneur and part of the goal of any marketing for a business is to position the CEO, founder as a thought leader. How can Onalytica help that founder kind of be positioned as a thought leader and an influence in their industry? Yeah, so that's a solution that we offer to a lot of our clients. It's employee advocacy. We, we would put it under that bracket. So we would connect your CEO to other influencers in that space who are experts on the topics that your brand is associated with. And it would be about creating branded content with the influencer or including the CEO in the influencer's content could be published on both platforms. And yeah, it's just about creating that inspiring content that can help fast track perception change or increase demand generation. And it's quite easy for us to 
connect you with lots of influencers. I mean, I think I've run about 600 interviews now for Analytica with influencers. If you go to the blog section and filter by interviews, you'll see there's hundreds of interviews there with experts in lots of different topic areas. So we have a lot of relationships, which helps us connect people with these experts. And the employee advocacy solution is something that's very popular with our clients as well and works very well. Okay, that sounds fantastic. But also the entrepreneur could be an influencer from what I understand, right? So the entrepreneur could be listed on your website as an influencer in their domain. Is that right? Yes. And a lot influencers, they're very connected to each other and there's lots of networks of influencers. So you could be an entrepreneur working with an influencer, but also an influencer yourself. It's all about the connections, networking and helping each other promote each other's services. So there's a lot of two-way partnerships that happen in that way. For example, if you're an entrepreneur in the tech space, you had a new product, some new application or something looking to promote, we could easily connect you to a number of influencers who would help promote that app and product and service. But then also if you bring them into the that product development, you can help get their knowledge in, in, into the product as well. And it's very much a two-way street and, and a lot of influencers would be willing to help you in lots of different ways. So it's not just about selling a product. It's also about thought leadership and increasing trust and brand awareness. And you know, there's lots of use cases yeah. for influencer marketing and employee advocacy. Okay. And then presumably if you're an entrepreneur and you want to be listed as an influencer, does that cost money to be listed as an influencer? No, it doesn't. You can sign up to the Analytica platform for free. The only thing I would say is that it's up to you to create, to get yourself noticed. And the way you get yourself noticed in our platform is to drive lots of engagement on social media. So we, we provide you with lots of tips and how-to guides on how to be an influencer, how to be more influential on Twitter. What can you do with that platform that would actually drive more engagement? How many people you should mention? How many hashtags you should use? What key topics you should talk about? Don't be too broad. Narrow your focus on the specific areas that are relevant to your brand. And the same with LinkedIn. There's different tips and tricks you can do to, to get yourself more noticed on LinkedIn as well. So yeah, you can sign up to the Analytica platform for free. It's at my.analytica.com and, and then just sign up there. Tell us as much about yourself as you can. And there's lots of places you can add content. So you can add blogs, articles, podcasts, videos, view speaking at events, all that sort of stuff will be added to your profile. But then it's about driving the engagement. So your profile starts appearing in more searches. And we do send you alerts to tell you your profile has been viewed this many times by this brand. And you know we'll show you if it goes up or down by week to week, month to month. And there's some free analytics in there as well. Okay, fantastic. And it's the brands ultimately who fund this, right? So the brands, a big company, wants a subject matter expert, an influencer who would then be engaged and managed between one another by Analytica. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so our business model is based on selling software licenses to the brands. We don't currently charge influencers anything to sign up to our platform. That may change as the platform gets more developed. But at the moment, this influencer sign-up marketplace has only been going since June last year, so less than a year old. And it's still very nascent. As we build out more and more features, we may include a freemium model and a beginner, intermediate, advanced influencer model. But at the moment, yep, take advantage of it. It's completely free and you get some cool free analytics there as well, yeah. how you're performing on Twitter and LinkedIn. Well, Joe, that's fantastic. So if anyone would like to find out more about Analytica and both as a brand, how to use influencers or to become an influencer themselves, what's the best place to be? So I would go to our website, start at the homepage, analytica.com. But if you have already something in mind, I would jump straight to the contact page, uh, analytica.com forward slash contacts, and just reach out to our sales team. They're very interactive. But there's also an instant chat messenger on the website and someone will get back to you straight away. But yeah, I think that's probably the best place to start. Just go to the website. Joe Fields joining me today from the glamorous location of South Africa before he comes back to the UK. Thank you so much for taking some of your holiday to share about influencer marketing. Oh, you're welcome, Jim. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unnoticed Entrepreneur with me, Jim James. Unfortunately, just based here in sunny Somerset in England.